ప్రేమ స్వరూపాలి లోపల ఉన్నది కానీ బయట లేదు on the planet i am team ready size bishu today is february 20th 2020 so it is 202020 and in two days we are going to have prashantinalayam and every home that feels like prashantinalayam every center that feels like prashantinalayam every community that feels like a sai community join their voices and in all energy soak themselves in the 12 hours akhanda bhajan non-stop chanting and contemplation on the lord on lord shiva on the supreme principle on the being who is beyond gunas beyond all attributes beyond all forms guna atita kala atita shiva shankara shivratri has always been a very significant occasion in prashantinalayam right from the early years and if you look at the attraction of shivratri if you look at the magic of shivratri in prashantinalayam if you look at the powerful vibrations that shivaratri used to evoke in prashantinalayam it was the non stop bhajans whole night from 6 to 6 continuous singing and singing together singing in unison and of course there were those exceptional years when bhagwan blessed the devotees with the vision of the linga emanating from him those were the liberating years years which saw a spectacle that was vouchsafed only to the lucky it was that moment when divinity decided to part that veil and demonstrate to humanity what divine descent can do it was a moment to shake everyone so that they come alive to the fact that the being among them is not ordinary just because he walks he talks just because he sings and he moves he cannot be mistaken for like one of us it was a moment of nidarshan as swami says not pradarshan it was a moment to let the world know the power that is in prashanti apart from the lingodbhavam the other highlight 
of Shivaratri was the two discourses that Bhagwan used to deliver, one at the start of the bhajan and the other at the conclusion of the Akhanda bhajan. So the bhajan was between the two potent discourses of Bhagwan. For many years it was held in the Purnachandra auditorium and later on in the cycle on hall. And these discourses were suffused with how to sublimate our mind, how to sanctify our lives, how to learn from the Shiva principle. Bhagwan used to explain the meaning of three eyes of Shiva, the three leaves of the Bilva. He used to explain the Ganga emanating from the locks of Shiva. He used to explain the significance of Vibhuti smeared on the body of Shiva. He used to talk about Shiva's family. And Bhagwan used to also mention elaborately about Shiva's vehicle, Nandi. Nandi is just a bull. A bull which generally is busy working with the farmers in the fields or running around doing various errands. But the bull of Shiva is so special. The bull of Shiva is the channel for devotees to say their prayers to the Lord. If you go to any Shiva temple and if you have your grandparents or the old timers with you, they would say, go and tell it in the ear of the Nandi, whatever is your wish, your prayer. Because if you say it in Nandi's ear, it will directly go to the Lord's heart. Because the Nandi is constantly looking at Shiva. Nandi's attention on Shiva is straight, clear, undistracted, seamless and focused like laser. That is what Nandi is. How did an ordinary bull become Nandi? Bhagwan would say, it was only because of this one-pointed attention of this bull that it became Nandi. And anyone who has such kind of mind which knows no distraction when it comes to divinity, a mind which sees nothing else but God, you can put anything around, but his gaze will be only on the Lord. When we have that kind of a mind, we may be even an animal, we may be a bull, but we will become an object of worship and will become the vehicle of the Lord, we will become a carrier of the devotee's prayers, we will become the Lord's instrument and wherever the Lord is, we will be there. Wherever there is a temple of Shiva, you would find the Nandi and the Nandi would always be facing the Lord. When you think about what the Nandi attained, to me it seems that whenever the Lord takes a human form, this is something that happens. Many times we may notice, we may not be able to absorb or observe, but this is what happens. When Rama came, you found so many who had that one-pointed attention on Rama. Take the case of Shabari, take the case of Guha, and of course Hanuman. When Krishna came, you had so many with that kind of unflinching 
focus on the lord take the gopis take radha take kunti take draupadi and all of them became great instruments in the lord's hands because of this only one thought that emanated from their mind one vision one work one thought one lord one love one goal one direction one path one objective one vision and they attained the union with the lord in this series beacons of prashant in elam i have been sharing with you stories of people who were so blessed to be chosen instruments of the lord and to me the stories of these people are no less take the case of mrs ratanlal take the case of mr raman rao or the story that i started in the previous week of mr k b r prasad their lives show us how to have that one pointed concentration on the lord and when you have that what kind of miracles manifest in your life what kind of joy pervades your being what kind of bliss you are in so in the last episode i told you about how mr k b r prasad came to bhagwan 1975 during the 50th birthday celebrations when so many things were going around in the prashantile mashram punichandra auditorium green rooms were getting a new look the gopuram was being constructed the sarvadharma stupa was being built and it was at this time that mr k b r prasad came to prashantinalem and i shared with you how that was such a revelatory experience for him and how he tasted swami's omnipresence and also learned the power of prayer there were two very powerful anecdotes that i shared in the previous session continuing from there so after mr prasad completed the work in the punichandra auditorium entrusted to him somehow he did not feel like returning to bangalore and he continued to serve the 50th birthday celebrations was on and he thought he could be of use in some way as i told you before service had captured his heart in those days professor ramakrishna as i mentioned before was doing the installation and operation of the pa system the public address system in mandir as well as in the punichandra auditorium and professor ramakrishna used to always take mr k b r prasad along with him to familiarize mr prasad with the equipment both of them were from the same institute indian institute of science they were from the same department professor ramakrishna was earlier the convener of the sai center where mr prasad joined so they both knew each other and professor ramakrishna was so happy to see mr prasad from his department joining him in seva and so he started involving him in the operation of the public address system the equipment then was arranged in such a way that anyone sitting anywhere in the premises of prashantinile mashram could listen to the proceedings in the punachandra auditorium but during 50th birthday celebrations the crowds that were expected was not going to be ordinary the crowd everyone felt would spill 
outside the Pune Chandra auditorium and the whole of Puttaparthi would be filled with people and that is how it was. So they thought it would be nice if the proceedings of the Pune Chandra auditorium are heard not just in the Prashantile Mashram but also in the entire Puttaparthi town. So there was a suggestion that the system should be extended up to the Ishwarama High School. The Ishwarama High School was then used for car parking. So they felt that if up to Ishwarama School, Bhagwan's discourse and the proceedings can be heard, then it would help all the drivers, the sevadals and there are so many people working. So far away from the ashram, several meters away, also to benefit from Bhagwan's discourse and the programs in the Purnachandra Auditorium. And that work was entrusted to Mr. Prasad to ensure that the public address system is extended up to the Isharama school. Back then, all the area of about half kilometer from the Mandir to the Isharama High School was filled with groundnut fields. There was nothing I'm talking about. The 50th birthday of Bhagwan, 1975. There were no buildings, no shops. It was just groundnut fields. And so, Mr. Prasad started off with the work with the help of a few sevadal. He got pits dug and he fixed the poles at appropriate distances. And he did the wiring. He took the connection from the speaker located near the general hospital. At that point in time, the general hospital was where currently the Sai Srinivas guest house is on top of the hill. So from there, Mr. Prasad laid down the wires and he amplified the sound and he had fixed loudspeakers at various places. The only problem with this method was the noise in the amplifier was also to be amplified because there's no other way you can take this sound from the Purnachandra auditorium. You have to take it through the amplifier and there will be a lot of noise also which will get amplified and you cannot do anything about it. You didn't have the sophisticated systems that you have now. So Mr. Prasad did all the cabling up to the Sharma High School and when the proceedings started, everything was heard but what was really amazing was there was no noise that was heard. Mr. Prasad thought that the amplifier noise will definitely get enlarged, enhanced and he was worried about the clarity of the sound. But to his utter surprise, pleasant surprise, the noise was totally absent and people could hear clearly and loudly. In fact, they were hearing it better than those in the auditorium. It was that clear and no engineer could explain how this was happening there was no way particularly with the equipment available then to filter the noise and the disturbance and release only the proceedings there was no way you could do this so for Mr. Prasad this was another occasion when he felt this PA system if it is doing what it is doing it is doing because the love of Bhagwan. It is doing because of the grace of Bhagwan. It is doing because it is in Prashantalim. It is a PA system of Prashantalim and that's why it is so special. It is so different. It works on electricity, yes, but that's a very small part of the story. It works on divine energy. And Mr. Prasad says, 
In fact, the whole work of fixing poles, drawing the wire, installing the loudspeakers, connecting the system, testing, everything happened in an incredible time span of just three hours. Again, it's anywhere else, this would not have been possible. But somehow, everything just got done in three hours. And the sound was so clear. Again and again, Mr. Prasad was learning how Prashanti is special, Prashanti is different. What makes Prashanti operate is not what you see on the outside. There are layers and layers and layers of what we do not see, what makes Prashanti work. So after the birthday was over, all the Sevadal were to be assembled. Swami was to give them Prasadam and also Padnamaskar, the chance to touch his feet in those days. Bhagwan would bless every Sevadal member with vibhuti and photograph and the chance to touch his feet. So Mr. Prasad was told that Bhagwan was giving this chance to all the Sevadals the next day. In the previous evening, Mr. Prasad had gone to the bus stand to see off some of his friends and when he was bidding them off, suddenly something happened to him and he felt this urge to leave for Bangalore. And he came back to his room, immediately picked up his baggage and he too, instead of just sending those other people off, he also jumped into the bus and left for Bangalore. It was just suddenly something happened, some urge that he has to go back. And so he was not there next day when Swami was giving prasadam to all the sevadal. And when Bhagwan came and Swami was distributing prasadam, suddenly Swami inquired, where is prasad? Mind you, this is the first time Bhagwan is actually asking about him. There has not been any interaction with Mr. Prasad before, except for the previous occasion when I told you he brought some workers. Suddenly, it's almost like Swami knows this person and Swami is asking, where is Prasad? And so someone said, Swami, he said he will stay on, but we don't know. He's not there today, but yesterday he had said that he will stay on. And then Swami said, I know, I know. On seeing some people board the bus, he also felt like going. Swami said that. Mr. Prasad came to know about this later after he reached Bangalore. So Mr. Prasad came back to Prashantyam again, now for Vaikuntha Kadashi, which generally in the month of January. So this was November. Two, three months had passed. And now he was given the chance to serve in the canteen. So while he was busy serving in the South Indian canteen, which was the only canteen then, one day, Mr. Bivit Ramanrao came to him. He came to basically the entire group of people who were serving there in the canteen and he asked, is there anyone in Hyderabad Sevadal acquainted with the public address system? And there was no answer. Mr. Prasad was there, but he too felt that it is better he keeps quiet. He did not get up and uh, volunteer. So Mr. Ramanrao went back to Swami and said, Swami, there was no one who can handle the PA system. And Bhagwan immediately asked Mr. Raman Rao, what did you ask them? So Mr. Rao repeated, Swami, I said, is there anyone in from Hyderabad who can handle the PA system? And Swami immediately said, that is the problem. You said, Sevadil from Hyderabad, go back and now ask again, is there anyone who can operate the public address system? So Mr. Rao came back and went again to this group and he asked, is there anyone who knows how to handle the public address system? And immediately, Mr. Prasad got up 
And he said, yes, I can operate. And Mr. Raman Rao said, why did you keep quiet when I asked you earlier? And he said, sir, you, because you said, is there anyone from Hyderabad? And I am from Bangalore. So that is how Bhagwan picked again Mr. Prasad from the canteen and brought him to the Poonichandra Auditorium to handle the public address system. As I told before, Professor Ramakrishna had showed him earlier the place where the equipment was kept. So Mr. Prasad went, took the equipment out. All the equipment in those days used to be kept in the Poonichandra Auditorium. And it was a practice then that Bhagwan would come to the Poonichandra Auditorium and get into his car whenever he went anywhere outside and when he returned to, he would go inside the Purnachana auditorium, alight from the car in the auditorium and then come to the mandir, return to the mandir. That was the practice in those days. So one day, when Swami was walking back from the Purnachana auditorium, he had gone somewhere, he alighted from the car and now he was walking to the mandir and that is when Swami suddenly saw Mr. Prasad and Swami asked, What Prasad? You left without taking Prasadam? And Mr. Prasad was stunned. And this is something that had happened like 2-3 months ago. After the birthday, he had left to Bangalore. He was not there when Swami was giving Prasadam to all the Sevadals. But Swami suddenly saw Prasad and said, Hey, we left without taking Prasadam. And Swami asked, What happened? Why did you leave on that day? And Mr. Prasad didn't know what to say. And the compassionate Bhagwan now took out apples from his car and Swami gave it to him. And Swami said, Prasad, take this Prasadam and take Padmaskar. So specially, Swami gave Mr. Prasad the chance to touch his feet and give the apple as Prasadam. And Mr. Prasad was overwhelmed with joy. Here was a Lord that was remembering him and specially blessing him. He had missed to take his blessings after the birthday and here was Bhagwan remembering that and conferring that on him and doing it one to one and in fact Swami was lovingly chiding him for going away without taking prasadam and Swami with so much love gave him the chance to touch his feet and blessed him and for Mr. Prasad that was one moment which brought tears in his eyes he was serving in the canteen Swami calls for him and tells no Ask for that person who can look after the PA system. And now Swami calls him near and says, Why did you go away without taking my blessings? And specially gives him an apple. Gives him the chance to do his work. Take care of the PA system. And from then on, it was Mr. Prasad's responsibility to handle the PA system. In fact, there were some people from Mumbai who used to come on special occasions to handle the equipment. But after Mr. Prasad got this opportunity, he started handling the entire responsibility. In two years, he knew everything about it. And he, for any occasion in Prashantalam, he would come early from Bangalore and he would go late. He would look after the entire responsibility of handling the PA system in Prashantalam. And that is how it continued Right from 1975 till 2011, till Bhagwan was there. And even now, Mr. Prasad continues to do this work more than 45 years. And he continues to be the channel through which every beautiful vibration in Prashant Nilim gets amplified. 
when i look at his life when i think about how bhagwan pulled him when i think about how bhagwan purified him and how bhagwan created such a beautiful instrument out of him it reminds me of mrs ratanlal who was swami's chosen one to make food for him to look after him to mother him it reminds me of professor kasturi who was a chosen one to write his biography there are so many who were chosen ones with specific tasks mr pedareddy was cha had the opportunity to look after sai geeta again a chosen one similarly mr prasad is the chosen one to look after the public address system he was the one who always put mics for bhagwan he was the one who looked after that equipment which amplified bhagwan's discourses he was the one that swami always waited for every occasion for the function to be successful he was the one who switched on the instrumental bhajans when bhagwan came for darshan he was the one who was always there before bhagwan came and left long after swami left his life was tied to bhagwan's darshans every proceeding in the divine physical presence that is the life of mr prasad it's a life which was so pure that the lord wanted to pick it up and use as his instrument so that his message could reach out to many so that people would know what it is to be a flute in the hands of the lord as i share with you more stories from his life you will get an idea of what it means when you say i want to become an instrument in his hands i want to become a flute in the hands of krishna in the hands of that murlidhana madhusudana murlidhara
created so many flutes they are all very silent and they love to be silent but it is through them that the melody of his work of his mission has continued for not just days weeks months and years for decades together so in those days mr prasad used to come to prashantlem for every function because he handled the public address system he was the one who always placed the mic for bhagwan in those days they used to stay under the trees because we didn't have really any proper facilities people would go early in the morning to river chitravati for their shower professor av krishnamurthy a colleague from indian institute of science also used to come and both these families would stay under the trees and mr prasad says it was fine you never really thought that it was inconvenient or it was so difficult he says that we used to enjoy in fact doing this service for bhagwan doing the chance to serve bhagwan was so blissful it was so rejuvenating that nothing else mattered how you slept how you ate was so insignificant so mr prasad came to prashantanlem for every occasion at the same time as i told you he got involved in the service activities in bangalore he was living in rajajinagar and so he would participate in the service initiatives later on to become the sevadal convener of bangalore professor kasturi then was the state president of karnataka and these sevadals from bangalore were doing seva in a leper colony and professor kasturi was likely to visit this initiative professor kasturi when he came to see the seva that is going on as the state president he brought along with him some sweets and fruits which swami had given him and before professor kasturi left swami told professor kasturi you get shoes for the lepers done and you know from where you should get the shoes the lepers who are now cured are making shoes and you should buy 
these shoes from the former lepers and give it to the lepers who are now undergoing treatment and care by the sevadal so professor kasturi once he went to see this initiative he spent some time with the sevadal with the lepers and he asked the lepers what they would need what they would want is there anything that would make their lives easier and these lepers said yes sir we need shoes and professor kasturi said this is exactly what swami had told me that you should get shoes done for these lepers and especially the lepers who are cured now and who are stepping out into the world they need shoes and there were 20 25 lepers who were of that nature who had almost recovered and they needed shoes for them as they were now going back to society the shoes have to be custom made and swami said the former lepers know what kind of shoes would be good for these lepers because their feet is so disfigured so swami said ensure that the former lepers make the shoes you pick up the shoes that is made by these former lepers they are doing it for earning their livelihood and so professor kasturi instructed these sevadals to buy these for the lepers who are now being cured so the sevadals bought 50 shoes that have been done by the former lepers and immediately 20 25 were distributed to the lepers who were now waiting to step out into the society and swami had also instructed professor kasturi to tell everyone that they should do namasmarana swami said the condition of lepers is not contagious we should not keep them at a distance we should not think of them as people who are infected people who should be ostracized from society swami said ask them to chant the name ask them to do namasmarana they will be fine and ask the sevadals to chant the name and do the work nothing will happen to them too so all these moments of service were very very beautiful and touching moments for mr prasad he loved doing seva and getting instructions directly from swami getting these assurances from swami getting these directions from swami only spurred him to spend more and more time in service during 1977 the summer course in prindavan was held and as many probably will be aware the summer course in indian culture and spirituality in those days would happen for almost a month and there would be students from all over the country who would come and participate and again the entire public address system was handled by mr prasad in 1977 after the summer course concluded there were 630 teachers from andhra pradesh who had come for a special training they were sent by the then chief minister of andhra pradesh mr chenna reddy mr reddy wanted all the teachers of andhra pradesh to understand the importance of value education he wanted them to spend time with bhagwan so that they realize how important it is to instill in the youngsters the principles of love truth compassion for parents and so swami would speak to these teachers one day swami suddenly wanted to give a discourse to these teachers it was 11 am in the morning it was a sunday mr prasad would generally be in the 
Vrindavan Ashram every Thursday and Sundays when Bhagwan was there in Vrindavan. So that day also he had come and there were no public function planned for that morning. So he was serving in the canteen and suddenly someone came running looking for him. And this person saw the counters in the canteen and he did not find Mr. Prasad there. So he went back to Swami and said, Swami, Mr. Prasad is not there in the canteen. Swami said, no, no, go and see again. He's there, he's there. He's not in the counter, but he's there in the kitchen. Go and look for him again. So Sivadil came again running and Mr. Prasad dashed to Swami's presence and Swami said, set up the mics. And so Mr. Prasad immediately got into action he brought the mics and he brought the amplifiers and he did the connections. He placed the mic on the table and now he was checking before Bhagwan goes to the stage for the program to begin. And for some reason he was not getting the signal. He was checking and somehow something was wrong. It was not working and he didn't know what to do. Swami was standing there, right there. Swami was waiting for him to finish the work so that he will go to the stage. But somehow, he did all the connections. He set up the wires. He set up the amplifier. But somehow, it was not working. So, he didn't know what to do. And he just looked at Bhagwan. Swami said, Hey, go, go, go again. Check below the carpet. And so, he went again. And now, he realized, you know, in that tension, he had taken that wire from the mic. And there was this wire from the amplifier. And, you know, he had kept both these wires under the carpet but in this whole process he forgot actually to connect both in the tension Swami was standing there and he said go check below the carpet so he went again and he checked below the carpet and now did the connection and it started working and now Swami said okay good it's working now okay and then Bhagwan went for darshan so Mr. Prasad these are the moments which unequivocally told him that if the public address system works, it works because of the presence of Bhagwan. It is because of the power of Bhagwan. It is because of the omnipresence of Bhagwan. Swami is the doer. When He makes you an instrument in His hands, then everything will fall into place. We have to remember that He is the doer. He knows everything. He can fix anything. And if something has to work, it will work if His will is there. And this conviction became so strong in Mr. Prasad that from that day he always used to pray to Swami, Swami just make me an instrument because he knew that Swami is the doer. He would only pray make me an instrument Swami, make me an instrument in your hands. And Bhagwan started giving him so many responsibilities with time. In 1979 he actually became the convener of Bangalore Sevadal. So he had the opportunity on many occasions to walk behind Swami during Darshan time as Swami would be taking letters. He had the chance to assist Bhagwan and sometimes take instructions from Bhagwan and Swami would give little, little tasks for the Sevadal in charge to do and now that he was in the position. One day Swami called Mr. Prasad and said, See, there are two ladies who will come from Anantpur there will also be a man in that group and also a child. So you be at the gate and when they come, you bring them straight to me. So Mr. Prasad went to the gate and he was looking at people, if anybody was coming as per Bhagwan's description and suddenly he saw two ladies 
and uh, mr prasad thought is it the same that bhagwan told me about but as he heard the two ladies talking they were talking in nepalese language and swami had told they were ladies from anantpur so he thought anantpur ladies should be speaking in telugu but they are speaking in nepalese language so probably it is not them maybe someone else so he waited there and thought maybe i'll look for another two ladies and he let these two ladies who were speaking in nepalese language to pass then suddenly one boy came running to mr prasad and this boy says sir swami said hey go and tell that prasad he's sleeping there you go and wake him up these people have already entered the gate what is he doing there and mr prasad was stunned he said oh my god so is it the same these two ladies swami was talking about so he suddenly took because there was actually a man and a child in that group so then he took them and and he went to bhagwan and swami said what is this they have already left the gate and you have no idea what are you doing there and he said swami i thought that since you said they are from anantpur they must be telugu speaking swami said i said they are from anantpur i did not say that they will be speaking telugu swami said you are in karnataka do you speak kannada is it necessary that everyone who is in karnataka should speak kannada and he did know what to say swami said that that lady is collector's wife It's collector's wife and sister the man was an office assistant and the child is the sister's daughter and we know how collectors get posted to anywhere in the country so this was one lesson for mr prasad rao to pay absolute attention to what bhagwan says and not allow your mind to think not do your own extrapolation of what bhagwan has said when swami says something just follow it to the t and you'll be fine one more day swami said there's a person from west bengal who will come he is short stout fat person he's wearing a dhoti and the end of the dhoti will be in his shirt pocket just like how in the earlier times people would wear dhotis the one end of the dhoti will be inside the pocket of the shirt in the kurta and he said this person will come from west bengal when he comes go and get him and this time mr prasad did not miss this person the short stout fat person from west bengal and he took when the person came he took him to swami and swami said yes yes so this is one moment when he just did not apply himself to think anything beyond what swami had said and swami was so happy another day swami said prasad you are head of the sevadal you should not speak to ladies no he was a sevadal convener and sometimes he had to give some instructions but even then swami said avoid don't speak to ladies and one thing prasad mr prasad learnt is whenever swami gives any work just do not delegate do not delegate he said these are the two mantras that he learnt avoid speaking to ladies and do not delegate when swami gives any works and that day swami had told him this and now swami gives him a work prasad one lady will give you a bag you bring it now he is not supposed to speak to ladies and he is not supposed to delegate the work how is he going to do this work how is he going to get a bag from a lady if he's not supposed to delegate if he's not supposed to talk to a lady swami says no one lady and swami does not give any more description one lady will give you a bag you bring it and mr prasad didn't know what to do so the program was over and he was winding up things and he's going back and forth uh, from the console room 
to the stage and you know he was walking that road so many times but he was not speaking to any ladies because he cannot take that chance to in any way not follow some instructions and he was wondering what to do how to make this happen and when he was walking like that a couple of times suddenly one lady came to him and gave a bag and mr prasad just took that bag and went to bhagwan he didn't have to do anything he didn't have to think how it is going to happen he didn't apply his common sense as they would say to say okay no no probably i should go and speak to some ladies is there any lady with a bag nothing he didn't do anything and it just happened so that has been his conviction that when swami says just follow it to the t and everything will happen one more instance so one day swami says prasad go and bring father and sons so okay mr prasad didn't know father and sons in such a vague description there could be so many fathers and there could be so many sons in the group in those days we had the sairam shed you know where all the devotees would assemble under the tree and that was the darshan ground and bhajans are going on and swami tells mr prasad go and get father and sons so he didn't know and you can't ask swami you can't seek more details from swami so he just thought okay i'll just do what he says so he just went to one area and he just said father and sons anywhere in this crowd is there a father and his sons and from one corner one father got up another corner sons to sons got up and mr prasad said okay you come and he took them to swami's presence and when bhagwan saw this father and sons swami looked at prasad gave a bright smile and said swami said prasad how did you do it i did not give you any more insta how did you do it and mr prasad just looked at bhagwan's feet once again learning reaffirming and knowing it for sure that if you simply follow you will never falter all you have to do with bhagwan is simply follow and you will never miss the mark that is how it was with mr prasad so many opportunities that bhagwan gave him and he came out in flying colors once he realized what it is to be a servant of the lord what it is to serve the lord when he used to come every sundays uh, every occasion to prashantane to brindavan sometimes there would be demands from his wife and there were and his children and they would tell him many things that had to be done for their family and mr prasad used to feel unhappy that he was not able to do this so when he's coming back on his scooter to the brindavan ashram he would be thinking about all this and then swami when he came to his presence when he came to swami's presence swami would reflect everything that he was thinking that was again something very interesting i will share more about this in the coming episode there are many many very interesting episodes about mr prasad and how he is a prasad to all of us how his life is truly a blessing for all of us to learn from and there are so many such souls in prashantinilayam in every sai center everywhere bhagwan's glory is being sung there are so many such flutes and if only we can make our lives so egoless so focused and so clear in our adherence to his words then our lives too would become that flute which the lord would so lovingly pick up and place it on his lips and beautiful melody 
would surround filling everyone around with joy and our lives would become one with his melody so we'll continue this in the coming episode of outside inside deep inside beacons of prashantinilam please feel free to share your thoughts as always you can write to listener at radiosai.org you can also send us your comments on our whatsapp number 9393258258 offering with gratitude and love this little endeavor at his feet we pray to swami that he allows us to continue this series of soaking ourselves in the life of these beautiful servitors of bhagwan thank you so much sairam prema swarupulara embodiments of love shanti ni lopam unnadi kaani bayate ledhu peace is within not outside our said no peace only pieces sairam you just heard an episode of our radio program outside inside deep inside this was a segment of radio sai's thursday life hosted by bishu prushti and today's episode was first broadcast on 20th february 2020 dear listeners we hope you like this program please send us your feedback by either email or whatsapp our email id is listener at sssmediacenter.org and our whatsapp number is 9393 258258 thank you and loving sairam from prashant nilayam